Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Okay, so intro. So when we do our intros, mm-hmm. right, and the intro topics to our podcast, recently I'd say the last like four to five weeks, 45, four to five mm-hmm. weeks, you have no idea what I'm about to say. True. Okay, and that includes today, right? <laughs> I love when you just take like the reins on the intro. I know. Well, it eases the pressure off mm-hmm. of what to talk about. And, and this is something that I've been thinking about all week, right, because... It's coming up. It's this time of year, right? It's it's the holidays, right? Yeah. We're rolling into the holidays. Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm-hmm. And what's one of the things uh, besides the family time and I know what you're going to say. That stresses you out? That I that I don't like to do and you love to do. Presents? Mm, well, it's kind of in that genre. Black Friday shopping. Oh. <laughs> Nicole has this weird infatuation with Black Friday shopping that I just don't understand mm-hmm. because... I don't think it's worth it per se. What do you mean by worth it? Do you have, do you, okay, okay. Do you think the best deals are on Black Friday? Mm, okay, I don't, I do love the deals. Okay. But I love the chaos even more. You love the chaos. So you like to go to the brick and mortar store and do the Black Friday. Cause that's what, I mean, I remember the first time I moved up here mm-hmm. and it was Black Friday and you're like, oh, yeah. we gotta go to Walmart. Okay, so. Over the years, Black Friday has drastically changed. I love it because it used to be with, it was a tradition with my mom Mm -hmm. and stores didn't used to open until like 8 a.m. Okay. So you'd line up outside and you would go in the stores and they would just open the doors and you'd flood in. Well, now they do this thing of like opening at midnight, the deals start a day before. um, And it's just not the same and it's not as fun. So... I don't necessarily love the chaos, but it's more of the feeling of a tradition with my mom, I guess. Yeah, because I a lot of people mistake the fact that Black Friday mm-hmm. has the best deals. Although there are really good deals on Black Friday, yeah. like the week before and actually the day before Black mm-hmm. Friday is actually the best shopping days. Yeah. And online is even better. Yeah, I think you argued that Cyber Monday is better. Yeah. I online shop, though. That's all I do. Given the area that we live in, we do not live close to shopping areas at all. Um, even a Target, it's over an hour away. So if I can actually just go shopping and then find some presents, I love buying presents for people and uh-huh. like feeling like I'm getting a good deal. 
even if it's not a great deal. Um, and I love looking at the ads and being like, okay, we have to get this, this, and this. Okay, team, like this is what we're going for. And like someone waits in line and the top five make it here. And it's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of hilarious because I do get crowd anxiety sometimes, but not on Black Friday. <laughs> Black Friday. And, and I remember going with you and like, oh, you got to stand right here. Make sure you grab this. And oh, mm-hmm. we're over there. We got to grab that. There's this deal in the pay. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'd rather just pay more and not have that See, hassle. and I would absolutely not. So let me, let me hit you with some statistics. Okay. In 2018, the average uh, spent per shopper was about $1,007. Per and shopper? Per shopper. Right, a thousand but that, and some dollars. That's a lot of money if you think about it, because that's per shopper. That's a lot. Which put the total spent on Black Friday at seven hundred and seventeen point five billion dollars. Yep. It's it's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy because you know insane. what? <laughs> I already have a list of things that oh, I want. Oh my god! Such as a pair of shoes that I'm dying to have, but they're like two hundred and some dollars, and I'm just like Nicole, you're trying to be budgeting okay mm-hmm. well i have them all like the links saved and i'm hoping that all these things go on sale on black friday so i'm waiting for them and if they don't i probably will purchase anywho maybe so maybe. Bla- black friday itself is the best day for online deals and this says offer tvs tablets appliances and jewelry yeah right mm-hmm. and then the days from thanksgiving through cyber monday capture 20 percent of all holiday online shopping okay yeah and uh and then there's i have a, a couple statistics well once here. we get children i feel like there's a lot of great toys even at walmart for great prices like giant easels with Art products, I mean, I bought them for myself before because they just look fun. Craft kits. So I think if you have kids, I feel like the kid doesn't like, you know, when you grow up and you're like, okay, I just want a really nice pair of shoes and I want this. And they might be more expensive. But as a child, it's more like they want tons of little gifts. Yeah. So it's good for children. Well, and so another statistic about toys uh, themselves is that 75% of the most popular toys were in, for bought in online on walmart.com yeah and actually those are good like a week before like so it, it just like depends i don't know it, it it's just funny for me when people like black friday shopping oh my god and you see in like store like mm-hmm. if you just youtube that people are like fist fighting for I like never, tvs i think i have witnessed a fight in uh, victoria's secret one year isn't that crazy but uh is I've it never... really worth it no yeah like, oh my no, God, this is the but last remember TV. remember that movie, remember that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh-huh, uh, uh, um, about the toy? Yes. And that's like <sighs> the ultimate, like, fight over a toy. Literally. <laughs> oh man, I, I forget the, I forget the name of that one, yeah. but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it's like that, gosh, I don't know. Everyone's yeah. like screaming it right now. I know, I can't remember it, but I loved that movie. Because uh, he, he turns into the, the toy itself, like yeah. for the parade, for uh-huh. the Macy's Day Parade or something uh-huh. like that. I can't remember the name of that one, but yeah, that was a good movie. But anyway, that, that's just something that I thought about because I don't think as – well, and also I'm not a big shopper, right? Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. You well, know me to buy things that I just – if I want something, I just buy it. I right. don't think about the deal for it and that's it. But I'm not constantly shopping for things. I know. And honestly, are you going to go this year? 
I mean, I really want I to go to the a, city. It's funny because Nicole asked me, like, I have a choice, right? Because you do. I okay, but really, do does any female listening right now? Does your man or significant other yes. partner have a choice? Like, yeah, you could say, "Do you want to go?" But then if I say I don't want to go, I get the look. It's a thing. <laughs> like, you didn't want to go with me. Honestly, why wouldn't you want to go? No, honestly, nothing. You I, can that, that just is drop how, me off at the door and tote me around. I'm fine with that. You don't have to get out. But I have to go. Like, I mean, it's not that I can't. I can't just not go. You can not go, but I will be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hence and therefore, I do not have a choice in the matter. So, yes, I will be going because with you. I, I'll go with you because I want to go. The last couple of years, we've only gone to Walmart, and it's just not cutting it. Because yeah. it's more like a family gathering, which is fun. We all go together. But at the same time, I feel like now I need to get some stuff for wedding um, don't look at me like that. No, it's do. I mean, just buy Victor, whatever your heart the, desires, I'm babe. Because the, no, I'm at the age where you need appliances. Is money and money grows on trees, apparently, and so we can just buy whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like your dad and I are on the same page too, because your dad gets drags. I mean, he's been doing this for a lot longer than I have, yeah. obviously, but he's in the same like we just look at each other like. He'll be standing by one thing and Will I'll be standing go? somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah, we're just standing here because they told us to stand here. And Who you go Black Friday shopping with can make or break the experience. P.S. I have gone with some people where I'm like, wow, this is terrible. <laughs> so if you have gone and it wasn't great, look around at your company and try again with some better company. <laughs> I'm great company. I like encourage. Go, go, go. Yeah, you definitely need it. You know? yeah, people take this like a sport. When I'm, I'm over here looking at the statistics on how much money and this is sad okay so if you think about it 717.5 billion dollars how many people do you think actually had the money to spend for that or was it plastic money that they have to pay later coco caliente is brought to you by noom what if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs no more hunting for training apps workouts or calorie trackers and meal plans plus at a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable and it's like a workout bestie all in one place if you're looking for better self-care feeling confident in clothing self-worth better mood you know you don't want to stay home because you don't want to be tempted learn to resist temptations it's all there ease and convenience of the app no food is good bad or off limits noom teaches you moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want and it also has one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available and lets you track meal habits visualize portion sizes and see calorie density at a glance and we're all strapped for time noom just asks you to commit 10 minutes a day for yourself all right. And we all know you're human. If you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow. You don't have to change it on one day. Small steps make a big, big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Coco. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Coco. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash Coco to start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash Coco, the last weight loss program you'll need. But I will tell you something, Victor. I think they did have the money, or I do think a lot of families do their Christmas shopping on Black Friday, and then they're completely done. Yeah. 
um, if you have five children and we're shopping for five children and I have $100 to spend on each child, I can get them 10 big toys for $10 each or I can go spend it on a normal day and spend 25 on four toys. I'm going to do the 10 for 10. He's over there punching in his computer with enough statistics. Do you think that that's a good argument, though? I do think with children, that is kind of where parents get their majority of their stuff. You're not going to go shopping for, like, socks on that day. Yeah, but, okay, so I think about that, right? And as I'm just typing in, what I was typing in is U.S. credit card debt, right? Yeah. What do you think credit card debt is? I don't know. The... Total U.S. consumer debt is $13.51 trillion. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's yeah. a lot of money. It said consumer debt has hit $4 trillion. Okay, I mean, well, there's I different... got a plan. All okay. you do is if for Black Friday, if he's bringing up debt into this, well, just take out, only spend what you have in cash. Once you hit that amount, you can't spend any more. Don't take out your credit card. Yeah. I Whereas know. I use my credit card for everything because... Points and credit yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't know. It's just spending on things. Do you necessarily... I think Christmas has become more material. This thing. This makes me think of the Grinch, right? I don't think so. I don't think it's become more material. No. Uh-uh. I think it depends on per family maybe. But this year we decided to tremendously cut back yes and Victor i really and did I appreciate are each that. only yeah. getting one gift for each other and gonna fill a stocking mm-hmm. um, oh we're still doing the stocking thing yeah but just like i know i'm, I'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding okay Vic. and <laughs> even for my parents we would spend way too much on each other yeah and it would just like be trying to outdo the last year of like what am i gonna get mm-hmm. um so this year we just agreed to spend a hundred dollars um on the couple no, so hundred dollars on my mom, hundred dollars oh, on my okay. dad. So yeah, yeah, but like fifty bucks each. And they of can us. only spend the same. My mom's like, I'm your mom. I'm going to spend what I want, but whatever. It's just a way to help us all, especially when we're yeah, planning a wedding. And for sure. And, and no, I just I don't know that that just maybe it's not that we're making it materialistic. Maybe it's the companies that are selling this thing, putting ads out there, mm-hmm. and making you think that you have to buy the things that, but you really don't have to buy it. And we can get into some weird I think it's I think it's every single day though with the internet, with mm-hmm. Instagram. I am online shopping so much. It's disgusting. I actually started budgeting. Mm-hmm. I think I said this before, but I started writing down every single thing that I'm buying and a lot of it is bull crap. Yeah. I don't need it. And you, like you told me, materialistic things don't make you happy. And they make you feel like you need this shirt. You need these pants. You need this. Mm-hmm. Um, when on all reality, I have a closet so full that I can barely open the door. I don't need that stuff. Yep. So yep. I am going to try to cut back because it's like all the pressures of staying on trend, staying... Um, it's a nationwide yeah. thing. Every, everybody, everybody falls ex- into that trap yeah, for, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, do you really need this? And like, even for no. kids, like if you're not doing it for yourself, maybe you do it for your kids. Like I need my kids to have the best outfits, mm-hmm. the best this. And that's great. But I mean, is if you can do it, Reusing do it. Reusing clothes for your next kid is not that bad of a thing. You're no, saving yeah. money and you're setting yourself up for the future. We can go into a deep uh, philosophical discussion about all this stuff and how it means to people and what it means to the, I don't know. But. We'll stop it right there <laughs> because we have two guests. We were on their podcast. Yes. And now they're going to be on our podcast. Who are the guests today, baby? Um, Jamie Otis and Doug Henner. They mm. are a couple that got married at first sight. They were on the TV show yeah. Married at First Sight and they literally got married at first sight. <laughs> and I want to dive 
deep into that because that really intrigues me. And wasn't she on a... She was on The Bachelor as well, I believe. Yeah. I have to like, you know, we have to dive into that as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that fertility was something that they were struggling with and they are pregnant now. So we can get into that as well. It's something that we're interested in. And they in. do have a daughter. So, um, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a good uh, interview. Hope you guys enjoy. Is this Coco Caliente? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Welcome to Coco Caliente. I've been practicing my Spanish. Oh, yeah? Really? <laughs> Rosetta Stone at its finest. So, ¿tú, tú entiendes español? Uh, un poquito. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo también. Hey. Nicole es la única que no entiende. Not me, not me. <laughs> es muy fácil. No. I've been telling uh, Nicole, no. she has to buy no. room. No. No puedo, that's what you're looking for? No, I don't, I don't think so. How do I say that? I forget. Oh, yo no sé. No creo. Yo no sé. No, no sé o oh, yo no creo. I don't think yo so. Yo no creo. Sí. <laughs> okay, okay, people, let's get back to English. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so thank you guys for mm-hmm. being on the show. We really appreciate it. Especially we had yes. such a great time on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we definitely, we feel like now is a great time because we have so many questions and congratulations on your pregnancy. But thank you. we'll get to that um, later. We want to start out from the beginning. So Jamie, you were on, you were on The Bachelor? Yes, I was eons oh. ago. Okay, okay. Can you just elaborate on that? I honestly, I didn't, ha- I didn't know that until oh, recently. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, explain. So it's funny because a lot of, I feel like a lot of people know, like who know that know that, and they've honestly been following me since then, which is crazy. And then uh-huh. there are people who are like, "You're on The Bachelor? What?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny when like we just read this article that it was the silliest article that Us Weekly posted about like our sex life essentially. And I was like, how do they even, they must have watched my story. <laughs> but they're like the Bachelor alum. And I'm like, really? Mm. The Bachelor alum? That was like 10 years ago. I'm surprised they, you know, they even use that. But yeah, so I was on The Bachelor when I was like 23 and okay. I was just a baby and I really did not feel like I belonged there because, you know, these girls are all like, so successful and beautiful and come from great homes. And I literally lived in a trailer park and I had custody of my two sisters. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know how I ended up here, but of course I'm going to go. Like, (laughs) how would I say no? I was like, I really don't belong here. Like this isn't, this isn't for me. I did not feel like I belong there, but it was a fun being a fly on the wall and, you know, being able to watch like behind the scenes of the bachelor. It was pretty intriguing. (laughs) Who Who was the bachelor? It was Doug. You're being really loud. Sorry. Yeah, Doug, can, Doug, can you cool it, please? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to record a podcast here. Uh, so, yeah, The Bachelor was Ben Flanick, and oh, okay. he was the wine guy from Sonoma. Okay. I, I'm so bad at knowing who, who the bat. I don't. Nicole is uh, so CBS that ABC uh, is no, just something else. No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I haven't like caught up or watched in forever. I think the only season I ever saw was Allie's season way oh, back. Oh, I love Allie. Yeah, way back. I loved that. And that's when I fell in love with Bora Bora. But for some reason, I just like never got to watch the show. I don't and, know. and Jamie, I'm not trying to date you, but when did you say, how old were you when you did the show? <laughs> I was like 23, so that was literally 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago. Okay, I'm just doing it on my calculator right now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how old I am. <laughs> and is that something that you applied for? 
Yeah. So what happened was, fun fact that you mentioned, Allie, I was in Boston. So I had, so I, my sisters had just graduated high school. So I felt like kind of free. I had just gotten my nursing license mm-hmm. and I felt like really free from like responsibilities in the world. And uh, I wanted to... I went to Boston. I had like a, a roommate there for like the summer program. And she was obsessed with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And it was the summertime. So it was The Bachelorette. And, mm-hmm. I, and she like would always have the show on. And I never really watched any of it. Right. And so I was like, what are you always watching when I come home? And she was, you know, she was explaining to me how this girl gets to decide between all these guys. And she goes on dates with them. And then they get engaged at the end and they get married. And I was like, wow, that's that's awesome. And then the commercial came on. If you want to date the next Bachelor or Bachelorette. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> so, and, and my, friend, my friend was there. And she was like, oh, Jamie, you should apply. I was like, oh, I will. So it was kind of like not really a dare, but kind of. Yeah. And, but I would have done it probably anyways because I was like, what an opportunity. You get to like mm-hmm. pick out which guy you want. I didn't know you have to be on The Bachelor first and like oh. compete for the guy. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems a little and then, less exciting. And then get like runner up and then you get to become yeah. like the one that decides. That's funny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work out like that for me. <laughs> Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to get the right vitamins, supplements, and protein powders for your specific needs. Whether you're looking for glowing skin, more energy, better sleep, or something to support your health and fitness routine, Care of helps you build and stick with a plan that's right for you. I do love using care of because I just took a five minute online quiz. And since I don't eat meat, um, they know how to supplement iron and magnesium and all specific pills into my diet. Also a schwanga. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's like a (laughs) chill pill, but it's something because I do live, I am anxious. So that's something that can help me daily as well. They come, it's very easy and convenient. It's shipped to your door. They come in individual packets. They say your name, like hi, Nicole, with a quote of the day which is Victor's favorite part. Yes, it is. (laughs) It could be a joke. It could be a fact. It could be lots of different things. And they're really easy to take on the go. Like I said, they're individual packets. So if you're leaving for three days or five days, just take three or five packs with you instead of hauling pill boxes or bottles all Mm -hmm. over the place spilling. Um, And if you are interested... Then for 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code COCO, C-O-C-O. For 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code COCO, C-O-C-O. And then so how many years later were you on Married at First Sight? Uh, I think it was probably about five years later. Uh, Well, I guess that would make sense since... I was 27, so four years, like four and a half years later. I was 27 when I got married to, to my husband. Before so. before we skip to that, though, because I, I am so intrigued. Uh, the dating pool, right? So you girls just hang out together and it's, oh, this is great. Or is it like really catty? What do you, oh, I'm a bachelor? Yes, imagine yeah. all the girls. It has to be catty. Girls don't <laughs> girls don't play nice with girls. Yeah, it's you know, crazy. Even girls that are friends, like if they get mad at each other, it's like a lifelong well, thing. Stealing and I, your I, man I, is just not a good thing. So <sighs> you're all stealing each other's man yeah. first off. <laughs> just please put me in that environment right now. I want to know what it's like in there. Oh my God. So it's pretty much just like you said. At first, it's everyone's like really friendly and happy and sweet. But then the minute the first girl gets like 
Well, and also the first impression rose, like that girl automatically has a, like a target on her back for mm. sure. Like no, no doubt about it. She has like a bit of a target on her back. She definitely stands out. Everyone's like, whoa, like well, this girl, he obviously already likes. Oh, and so, she thinks her poop don't stink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, but, and then like every other girl is intimidated by her. So they're not necessarily, they're like fake friendly to her. Uh-huh. And that was kind of the theme for, it was Lindsay Cox on my season. And mm-hmm. that was honestly kind of the theme throughout the season she she wasn't i mean she was the nicest girl truly the nicest girl um and she she and i think people were friendly enough to her but they definitely like would look at her and judge her and just like wonder why did she get that first impression rose because no one saw her entrance so no one knows what they said you know everyone else on you know watching it back gets to see all that but we're like oh so what did she do and then then we hear through the grapevine oh she came in on a horse and we're like oh so where's your horse you know like the poor girl definitely got a target on her back uh legit high horse right (laughs) oh you came in on your high horse and everybody gives her the stank face (laughs) yeah exactly but then you know then then when the first date gets handed out then now that girl has a target on her back and Mm. so it's like whoever has like the most recent date everyone's just kind of like you know kind of just staring at but all the other girls are kind of bonding because none of us have gotten that kind of time with him so we're all just like learning about each other Mm -hmm. and chit-chatting and then further into the season is when it gets like there's definitely clicks that form and it gets really catty and you never know who to trust because like you think that the girl is your friend but then she might say something bad about you behind your back on camera or to, to the bachelor so it's it was just it's a high intensity type of show and oh. then comes the alcohol yeah, yeah alcohol. <laughs> literally they serve it breakfast lunch and dinner like you can mm. have you can be Mimosas, wasted 24/7. yeah wow. oh 100 percent. yeah Lindsay Lohan, no, mean, what, mean girl style yeah, yeah. did well, you what, what i what I didn't know was that they take away all phones and any contact with outside life. So these people are just kept with just their thoughts, just their lives, just their alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, marinate, marinate, simmer, think, pissed, yep. all that. How long does yeah. it? How long is it to film a season? So it's two months, and they tell you that ahead of time. And by the way, you don't get paid to be on the show unless what? you're the top four girls. No yeah. way. But a lot 100%. of people, a lot of people become influencers out of this. So do you think now that's kind of more of the goal of like, I don't really want to get the man, but now that social media is so big, it's like I just want to get last long enough to be able to get yeah, more followers, right? Probably. I'm like just like. You know, I'm like, man, that was a missed opportunity for me. There was no social media back when I did it. You could have, you could have been popping on MySpace. All right, yeah, it could have been. I guess I could have been. Yeah, total missed opportunity for me because not only did I go on there, I totally made a fool of myself while I was there because I was just like so awkward. Thank God you did. Yeah, I was like, I was like this guy. Like, first of all, I was. I thought, you know, I wasn't necessarily attracted to him at first and Mm -hmm. no joke i was so young and naive i was like oh i don't want to hurt him if like he's really into me i don't want to hurt his (laughs) (laughs) he's dating like 15 women you don't want to hurt his feelings god yeah and they're like models and like come from like millionaire families and like all these things and i'm like a girl from the oh i don't want to hurt him (laughs) a bunch of wasps over there and you're just like the pleasant bumblebee just like (laughs) kind of but but i still have to say though like i've i've hung out and i've met with a lot of different bachelor people Mm -hmm. and they don't i feel like they didn't have that experience per se on their season like Mm -hmm. jade and carly i don't remember i think they're on sean lowe's season Mm -hmm. right doug Oh, I don't know. We had Jade. We had, we had Jada. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we yeah, did have Jade so, on. Mm-hmm. And they're like really good friends. And so, you know, I don't think that it always... My season was just different in the sense that there was this one girl, like the main character was like the villain because she's the one who wins at the end. And she, I kind of liked her, which was like the bad way to be. Like the, if you liked her, then like you were not in with the rest of the girls. Oh, okay. But I didn't know to like her or not to like her. I didn't know, like I didn't know what to do, but she never did anything bad to me. So I was like, I guess I like her. Like, I mean, I'm not going to just hate her because these girls hate her because right. I, you can tell that The Bachelor's into her. But seriously, mm-hmm. like, who are these people that yeah. would just <laughs> run a reality show to get married? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? The- Yours? Okay, yeah. when we get into that, that is completely different. I am so intrigued by yeah, that. Yeah, I am. And, and <laughs> before we get that, we'll change gears real quick, right? So you, you before <laughs> b- before you guys meet, you, you did The Bachelor and, and you had your stuff going on. What were you doing, Doug? What was life for Doug before anything happened, right? What were you doing? Before you met Jamie. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So, so I was... Um, I was actually in between jobs and I had just landed a job before I got on the show. And um, I was working with a uh, Nestle Waters, actually. I was uh, doing their outside sales for the the coolers. So whenever you have in in an office, you have all the filter systems and everything. So I was doing that for a while. And then I paired up with a uh, software service company where I was doing sales for them. So I was going in and... um, I started in March or no, I started in February of that year. And within my first month, I had to tell my manager that I'm going to be married and I'm getting on a show. Uh, and oh I had to take gosh. off a couple of days for my honeymoon. He was like, you were, single. you were single last week. I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's you know, crazy. I, I think that they had, um, I had put my name on some random reality casting website because I tried out for a couple shows um, like Wipeout and uh, some of the Survivor type shows. Okay. So I think I was in in a database, and it just turned out that I had um, I had split up with this girl that I was kind of seeing. And by the time I got the voicemail saying, "Hey, are you single? Are you in New Jersey or New York? And would you want to try out this love experiment?" And it, it was just uh, perfect timing for me to reply and say, yeah, sure. I'll check this out. And the whole time it was a love experiment. It wasn't married at first sight. Um, so we went through the entire process and, um, you know, you get to the end and all of a sudden these experts walk out and they say, oh yeah, so we're going to match you up. And based on your background and psychological testings and assessments, we're going to find a perfect match. And if we do, the first time you see the person will be at the end of the aisle at your wedding. Um, and I was in a room of like 50 dudes at the time. And I want to say close to half of the people got up and left. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not ready to make that type because, of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. They had a great, um, they had a great fruit and cheese platter. That was there. <laughs> and I was starving at the time. So I stayed and I watched everything. And then I just got hooked because of the experts. Wow, you you really got to thank the cows and the fruits there, Jamie, for <laughs> what brought you guys together. And so what was your experience leading into that, Jamie? So it's kind of the same thing is I got a voicemail as well asking if I wanted to, you know, if I was having trouble dating in New York City and if I needed help and um, if I was interested in this, this uh, love experiment, which is supposed, was supposed to be like this scientific kind of um, research almost they presented it as because they were going to like re- like kind of analyze you and analyze multiple of other people in the tri-state area. And if they found someone that they that matched with you scientifically, then they would 
kind of set you up. And then not only would they set you up, but there would be these four experts there to kind of guide you along your dating process. And I was Mm. like, yeah, to me, first of all, I'm a nurse, like Unicole. I work in Mm -hmm. labor delivery. And so the science behind it was like, you know, I just, I was really intrigued by it. And also I come from a family, like I never knew my dad. My mom had, you know, not good guys. I mean, my stepdad was in and out of jail for trying to uh, kill her. Just be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like when I was growing up. So I never had a healthy example of, of a relationship. And so for me, I, at first I started dating men that, you know, were kind of similar, like, like just like very like kind of controlling and jealous mm-hmm. and whatnot. Manipulative and then, probably. Yeah, exactly. Like they never hit me because I knew that was like the lo- like the final straw, but they would yeah. like, like, like mm-hmm. the one boyfriend like locked me in the bathroom until he was done talking to me. And, and you know, and I didn't oh, even realize that was abuse. Yeah. 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 It's crazy cr- stuff. I've done a lot of research on uh, domestic abuse and domestic violence and the signs and triggers. And yeah, that's, that's real stuff. It's scary. Yeah, it's, it is scary. And so, Thank God for nursing school because it opened my eyes. I mean, it taught me so mm-hmm. much. I mean, it taught me... That's where I learned that that's actually manipulative in like the first signs of being abused mm-hmm. and, you know, before they actually do hit you or yeah. choke mm-hmm. you or whatever. And so that that kind of like opened my eyes to see that, oh my gosh, like I'm with a ba- like not a good guy. And so I tried ending the relationship. The guy like broke into my house. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was crazy. Oh, yeah, was bad. As, yeah, but wow. so long story short, I went the complete opposite direction. Like, so then I started dating and like the, the first red flag, I was like, nope, he's bad. And I would just like end it. And I'd be like, you know, and this continuing on the kind of like the same pattern. And so, um, so when that, so when they presented that there was going to be experts kind of there to like help guide us and like, it was like psychologists and mm-hmm. sociologists. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I need in my life. Yeah, I that's need perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like felt like I needed some sort of guidance. Like when, like, I mean, I, I knew that I was jumping out way too fast, but I didn't know how to stay in and trust. And I definitely sucked at communicating too, because I wouldn't tell them I had all these like all that baggage, you know, yeah. that's so embarrassing. Yep. 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 So it, to me, it was like, wow, you're going to help me. And, and, and so the, so like when I was on the bachelor, I didn't really share anything about any of that. Like none of the girls knew I lived in a trailer in a trailer park and I had custody of my siblings because I was so embarrassed by it. But, you know, fast forward to like, I don't know, three or four years later when I'm doing married at first sight, I realized that it was so important to be just so honest. And mm-hmm. because I obviously was honest to the producers, they came to my trailer. I had to be yeah. honest. So like people, I just, you know, people would re- email me or like message me on Facebook and say, wow, like I'm in the same situation, but you're inspiring me to get out. And I'm like, wow, like this, who knew that there were other people going through the same thing that I went through? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that kind of, that kind of caused me to lead like this open lifestyle where it's like, you know, you might be embarrassed of something, but there's probably someone else who's hiding in shame, embarrassed as well. And there's no reason to be embarrassed because there's, you know, like if you're trying to better yourself and do better for yourself, then that is something to be, that's admirable and you should be proud of that. And so I kind of, I mean, there's a lot of things I feel like really led me to have success with this marriage with Doug and, and like even the TV world, like having had cameras follow me before on The Bachelor, it made it a little, it kind of desensitized it a little bit for me mm-hmm. on Married at First Sight, which I needed because 
that's just like it's just crazy to marry a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I like that you say that because that that's one of the big things with domestic abuse is that not enough people talk about it and not enough people understand that they're in that situation. They might not even know. Right. And right. then with that, you get into a point in the relationship where getting out is actually dangerous unless you have the right uh, mm-hmm. the right resources around you to get out properly. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And 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 I I've, I've made Nicole watch a documentary about it, and I've seen TED talks about it, and I've and I've actually studied it, and it, it is it is a really scary thing, and it's just about talking about it. The more you talk about it, the more people know and they understand and realize because a lot of times that guy at first. Is amazing. He's the best guy oh, you've yeah. ever met in mm-hmm. your life. You're like, oh, oh yeah. my God. And then things start moving really fast. And then they move so fast that then you're like, oh, wait, he really does like me. I know he just punched the wall next to me, but this is like a one off thing, I think, mm-hmm. you know, and then things just get progressively worse. But yeah, definitely talking about it is, uh, is the way to go because then, you know, people understand and they'll do research on it. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyway, but that's also another, that's also another uh, way that, Married at First Sight really brings uh, cultures and environments together because, you know, what what circumstance would Jamie and I be in the same room together? Her being a, a nurse that works nights and me being a software salesman in New Jersey. You know, it's, yeah. it's right. you know, the sometimes you just don't know what options are out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for uh, I, I've said this before, too, it's, you know, the the decision to do the show. And once you find out that you're going to be married and married to a stranger, uh, that's a terrifying thought to some people, mm-hmm. but you know what, think about other terrifying choices that you've had in the past. And if I didn't do it, I wouldn't have the the love of my life and a daughter. And you know, the, the hard, the hardest decision and scariest decision of my life turned out to be the best one. And you kind of have a new perspective on choices and getting out there and doing things and putting yourself out Mm -hmm. there. So, yeah, that's a really good point, Doug. And it's just like me thinking about marrying a stranger right now. I'm just like, (laughs) Um, anyways, my favorite deodorant is native. native. (laughs) Yes. I love native deodorant. It is So there's so many benefits from it, but it's without aluminum, without parabens, without talc. It's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, sheer butter. Shea butter. Shea butter. Moisturizer. Um, (laughs) It's never tested on animals. Free shipping and returns. And it works. I do not smell. It's all natural. I love being all natural. (laughs) Actually, when I put it on, I'm just like... I love being all natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not putting like chemicals onto my body. And if you don't believe in Nicole, they have over 9,000 five-star reviews. You know, you can mm-hmm. check them out. They were on the Today Show, Elle, Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, Refinery29, and that's just a few of them. They have something for everyone. It comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women. And they've also released new limited additional seasonal scents. I have the cucumber and mint, and Vic uses coconut and vanilla. We kind of swap back and forth. I don't really know who's is whose anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's gross, but <laughs> no risk to try. They offer free returns and exchanges in the U.S. So For 20% yep. off of your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code COCO during checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code Coco at checkout. But so when it got down to it, they you, they matched you guys up and they just said, okay, we found a match for you or how did and that And you're going to get married tomorrow. Like, yeah. what? 
Uh, honestly, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> they gave us like four or five days to prepare for a wedding. No, it was two weeks, Doug. Oh. <laughs> All right, two weeks. Yeah, no joke, though. They said, you know, it wasn't guaranteed that you got a match. So mm-hmm. I, that was kind of another reason that I followed through with it. Because I was like, not a chance that I'm going to be honest about my whole history. Mm-hmm. And they're going to find, and I, and I was really specific about the kind of guy I wanted. Like I wanted a a guy with a big family that was loving and welcoming. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him to be really comfortable, like kind of like in farmland. Not that my family lives on a farm, but mm-hmm. we live in like the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I, I always see your Midwest. But yeah, but so it's kind of similar, but like, you know, I didn't want a city slicker who yeah. was just like in finance and had never, <laughs> you know, Victor. rolled around. He's, he's a city slicker in finance. I li- That's yeah. self. Uh, but well, I, had, I had to convert him and now he's a country man, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But I was just scared that if I married someone that mm-hmm. was like that and wasn't comfortable around my family, that it, it would honestly would never work out because right. I love my family, obviously. And mm-hmm. so... If he didn't feel comfortable and if they didn't feel comfortable, I was like, it's just, it's never going to work. So I was so yeah. honest and so picky about those types of things. I wasn't really picky. I didn't say anything about his appearance. It was all about like, I was like, he can have zero debt. Turns out he didn't have zero debt. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Doug. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't ask me that question, so don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. I don't think Doug even knew he had that debt, though, but that's a long story for another day. Thank you for yeah, I just got on the show to get move out of my parents' house. No joke. I, I was funny, you were asking him, what was he doing before? And I'm like, oh, you're going to leave out the fact that you, you know. You I had roommates before the show. That, that's what I called uh, my parents. Like, oh, who do you live? I got some roommates. They live downstairs. Yeah. I live upstairs. They're an older, they're an older couple. Yeah. <laughs> I have a studio in their house. Oh, we share funny. kitchen space. Yeah, we share the common areas. Oh. She does my laundry sometimes. In the same DNA. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But, That's funny. But anyway, so yeah, so then, so do they do they pay for this wedding and they set it all up, or they help you set it up, or how does that work? Yeah, but it's not that extravagant. At least it wasn't for us because we were season one. It was literally inside an office type area of the Westin Grand Central, which sounds fancy because it's the Westin Grand Central. But like I said, they did. They made it look nice, but it was literally inside like a meeting room. We were allowed. (laughs) We were allowed twenty. Yeah, we were allowed twenty five people on both sides and (laughs) together. Wait, twenty five each side. No, twenty five each side. Okay, turned out to be great because Mm -hmm. from what I hear, the hassle of and. Inviting and not inviting people to a wedding is, um, is. you know, stressful in yep. itself. And, We're in that you know, I realized that, mm-hmm. yeah, between my my family, like all of my family members and my friends, it filled up 25 spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. So it worked out well. Oh, wow. Perfect. Um, and so they saw you, Doug. Jamie's family saw you before she saw you, correct? Correct, yes. Like waiting and, uh, for her to come down the yeah, aisle? Yeah, and... And I walked in there and, and uh, I was trying to find out which one was her mom. Yeah. Um, and s- seeing the rest of the family. And mm-hmm. it was kind of that awkward, like short little high wave. And <laughs> I, went over to, I went over to who I figured was her mom and, and said, uh, 
hi, I'm really excited to meet you and I'm looking forward to meeting your daughter. Oh, um, my God. I'm, I then, have tears uh, in my eyes right now because I'll tell you yeah. why. Whenever you're done, <laughs> whenever you're done talking, I, I, yeah. will, I will get into my – okay, go ahead. Sorry. And I was going to say, and then they made me stand up there and wait for a legit 15 minutes oh with, the, with these blazing lights just focused on me and I'm in a tux and I'm sweating profusely. Oh, that's romantic. I can't stop – can't stop sweating and uh, um, people are bringing me up napkins and towels and everybody's staring at me um, and I remember going through the process and, and you know you get to put down your deal breakers and what do you picture yeah. as your ideal wife and mm-hmm. future goals and everything and I was like you know I'm, I'm really if we're going to go deep into the deal breakers like you know I like this type of person I don't really I'm not really attracted to redheads um, I take care of myself. I would hope that my wife would be healthy and take care of herself, um, you know, and, and motivating like that. And then right. the doors open and her niece and nephew walk down as the ring bearer and the flower girl. And they are beyond ginger redheads. <laughs> <laughs> like they are straight up freckled He's ginger like, oh, no. walking down the aisle. <laughs> and then I see her sisters coming down the aisle, you know, and they're they're not. You know, I mean, they're they're healthy sized and um, walking. There's a nice way of even putting that. And, and so, so now my I see my brother, I see my brother and my dad and my friends just going. We knew it. We knew it. This was going to be a setup. We knew it. Oh my god, that's awesome! Uh, and then, and then in walks this angel of a person that looks nothing like any of the side of her family. And that's I'm awesome. trying to put the pieces together, like. This doesn't make sense. Is did she you have? Did she or? have a veil in front? Could you see her face and stuff? Or did she have a veil? No, she she had um, the veil. The veil wasn't pulled over her face. So I, was, I meant to do that. Yeah, I yeah. meant to do that, and I forgot because yeah, I feel like know. that's like you should in that situation because it's like you don't know. Like I can see yeah. you, you can't see me. <laughs> You'll see me when I get closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I just couldn't stop smiling, and then uh, finding out later that it was just creepy staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> and this was all being taped. Right. Yeah. It was aired and everything. Right. Yeah. 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 We um. It actually came out in Time Magazine when they (laughs) they went through like the the most watched wedding and Mm -hmm. it was like uh, Princess Kate and uh, whoever uh, I don't know who the guy's name is but uh, Harry or (laughs) the Prince. Yeah, the Prince. (laughs) And then the most awkward wedding, according to Time Magazine, was Jamie and Doug from. Were you guys my favorite? (laughs) My favorite accomplishment. In, in life. That's hilarious. And were you guys the only people from season one to get married? No, there was three couples. There was. Two of them stayed together through the show. We Because after the first season, it gained so much popularity. Like the, mm-hmm. the audience like doubled in size each episode. Oh, wow. Um, where, yeah, so it like set all records for, which was the old bio channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it switched to FYI Network. And um, so they, they asked uh, after the first season was over, they said, we want to continue on with a spinoff, Married at First Sight, the first year. And so they followed the two couples, us and the other couple that stayed together. Nice. And then we had a, a, a second season of that. So we were on for like three seasons straight. Oh, wow. um, That's crazy. You know, so, yeah, it was actually, I mean, it, it was it was a very, very popular show. And they mm-hmm. wanted to keep that going. And, and the audience seems, seemed to stick. Yeah, they loved to, like, they wanted to see what was 
they got to see you guys get married, but they're like, basically, let's watch them date now. Mm-hmm. Now that yeah. they're married, yeah. let's see how they get along and how it goes and how. Which is, yeah. I'm I interested. Say, which is the really cool thing because people have, people that follow us, they've been with us since day one. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they watched us when we first met. They watched us when we first kissed. They watched us when we first said I love you to each other. And then they watched us move into a house and then they watched us have a baby, you know, with married and or Doug and Jamie plus one. Right. Um, They've been with us the entire relationship. And the cool thing is the people who are new to following us can go back and watch it all if they want to. Yeah, that is really cool. A heck of a story. Have you heard about the company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? I still think that's crazy. <laughs> it is well they're they're called Rothies and their their shoes are crazy comfortable, fully machine washable. They're perfect everyday shoes for life on the go. They go with everything from yoga pants to dresses to skirts. They come in so many different colors, prints, patterns, and also different styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and more. I'll give you a fun fact, though, and it'll blow your mind. So that repurposed plastic water bottles, they've already diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills. That's amazing. That's a lot. <laughs> and Plus Rothy's always comes with free shipping, free returns, and exchanges. No risk, no worries, no reason not to try. I have the pointed toe ones called like Big Cat. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like the cheetah print. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, you wear those all the time. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to try Rothy's um, and check out the amazing styles right now because they their styles do change and they do sell out. I did notice that when I was... Uh, when I was looking online, mm-hmm. go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash Coco, C-O-C-O, to get your favorite new flats. They're comfortable, stylish, sustainable. These are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash Coco today. What, Jamie, what were you thinking when you walked and saw him? <coughs> yeah, so not quite the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Because, <laughs> because, like he said, he was sweating profusely. He yeah. had this big, nerdy smile. And he was like, just, I feel like his pucks was kind of big on him, not going to lie. And no, it wasn't. I don't know. He just looked goofy to me. He had white shoes on. He had white shoes on. It didn't really bother okay. me. But his mom kept screaming about her, his white shoes. And I was like, oh, man. Like, what did I just get myself into? That you know? is hilarious. Uh, I was not at all attracted at first. And... And I was like, I really, really, really believed in the experts and the process. And when I didn't have any sort of chemistry or butterflies, and I wasn't expecting love at first sight because I really don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting some sort of like flirtatious energy. And there yeah. was none of that coming <laughs> from my soul. <laughs> and so I, I really believed in it. And so I really felt like I made the worst decision of my life. I really felt like this was the wrong idea. What was I thinking? How, what did I think marrying a stranger was smart? Like that was so silly of me. (laughs) And yeah. And I literally had like a panic attack. And like, as soon as I, we got out of like the wedding, you know, Mm -hmm. I just like smiled throughout it. And I also, I I was like, I'm not going to be fake and pretend that I'm like so in love with him. That's so weird. Like, don't, please don't make me do that. Like I kept Mm -hmm. saying that to the producers. I was like, I just can't (laughs) pretend like that's just, this is all so weird. And I just really like broke down and cried feeling like I made the worst decision. And then, you know, I remember one of the producers was like, but remember what Dr. Pepper said? She's one of the experts. Mm -hmm. And she had said that he was her favorite and that he's the best guy and like, you're going to love him. And she's just really talked him up. And I was like, 
all right, you know, like, yeah. And I really bonded with her in particular. Like she felt like a mama bear to me. Uh And so I just didn't feel like she would just throw me together with, like, I really didn't believe that in my heart. So I was like, okay, well, there's got to be something. And so I just kind of like slapped a smile on my face, even though I was like, don't, you know, I literally said, and of course they share all the bad things that I said. Like, I was like, (laughs) please don't make me kiss him. Don't make me touch him. Like, please don't make me be his wife. Like, this is so weird. And of course, that's all aired on TV. That makes me look like this big villain that doesn't love her husband. Oh, people hated me. <laughs> so what were those first interactions like between you two? Mm-hmm. Was it like, were, were you, like you said, were you just did like you playing first nice? Off, did and- you guys kiss when it says, when they say like, okay, you mean I'll kiss the bride? Like you did kiss, right? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no. Definitely not. <laughs> Doug leaned into it and I just gave him the cheek because oh. I was just. I, I read the situation yeah. and I knew she wasn't going to do uh, the, the mouth. So I, I put my cheek out there and we. We did kind of a European, I guess, both sides. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's classy. And I feel like that's kind of... You're, it's Warranted. A str- <laughs> yeah, I feel like that'd be normal for any couple, no matter how you're feeling for love, for getting married at first sight. You know what I mean? You Just would even- be shocked, though. <laughs> Nicole, these couples now, like, full out, like, you would just be shocked. I'm like, really? Like, you're really, like, I mean, I know how you met. Like, yeah, that's a lie. That's, that's a lie. That's a, they're, they're playing it yeah, up. Yeah, but Jamie's <laughs> never had a one-night stand before. Yeah, me neither. And I've never kissed a stranger in a bar. I've only kissed boyfriends. Yeah. And I think there's, like, certain people that are just like, I can't. Like, I yeah. couldn't. Even if they're my husband. <laughs> gonna kiss him on the cheek until I know them. Like, I can't. Yeah, totally agree. So Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> what I was what I was laughing about when Doug was talking about this because I just picture like worst case scenario. Doug walks into your family and everybody for the first time, and all he hears is oh. You know, just <laughs> a bunch of sighs of negativity. Just you imagine how crappy that would feel. You walk into the room, people see you for the first time, like the family of the person you're about to marry, and they're just like, "Oh, luckily yeah. that, luckily that yeah. wasn't the situation." But yeah, I just, that wasn't it. <laughs> but I just play stuff like that in my mind, and it just makes me laugh. And I, I would be sweat. I was sweating profusely before I went into the Big Brother house. I'd be yeah. sweating through my clothes. If I I'm, do think if it's I'm meeting the awesome, family the first time. Yeah, and it's just an awesome, like, I'm so proud of you guys for going through with it because yeah. not a lot of people would. And I didn't know you guys until I um, saw you, like, Jamie on Instagram and we started talking. And I was like, they're just the cutest family. And I yeah. love, like, Doug's personality. He's so goofy, like, everything that I like in a guy, too, where he's, like, I just love Goofy. It's just my number one thing. Give me a run thing. for my money, dog. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's just uh, I would have never knew the whole story yeah. and the situation behind it. it and it's, it's cool that you guys stuck yeah, it out and, and gave it a go. And, and that you yeah. open up about it and share it. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just all like, oh, it was perfect from the get-go. Because then it becomes like kind of unrelatable. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just not real anyways because right. no one has anything perfect you know, mm-hmm. throughout life. So, yeah, I think it's important to share the good, the bad, the ugly, because, you know, you're going to get through it eventually, but other people are going through it too. And they need to, you know, know that, okay, like, okay, I'm in the, the ugly right now, but there's going to be good coming because it, it happened for her. So it could work out. Yeah. That's where the experts came in to kind of facilitate all that. Yeah. And and for you guys, uh, was it tough, like showing your vulnerabilities on on that new on that follow-up show, like mm-hmm. the dating? Because, like, at what time did you guys actually start clicking, you know? Yeah, like, how long till you guys knew, like, okay, I can, I'm going to stick with it? Oh, well, I started having, like, butterflies and, like, that warm, fuzzy feeling 
within like three days like oh, on the flight oh that's good. really cool yeah good yeah it, it didn't take long like i had I am to... a smooth mother effort <laughs> <laughs> good job Doug. <laughs> yeah no but like he he is smooth like i remember we went the the morning after our wedding you know it was like the first time we had any time to be alone together and we both love coffee and that's these are things that like we're obviously just learning we have no idea anything about one another mm-hmm. and so we both go across the street and you know i i tried paying for my own coffee because i was just so like mm-hmm. not into it and he was like you know he insisted on paying which i thought was a nice gesture yeah. your husband should and, pay yeah <laughs> yeah and um and so uh, you know, and just small things like we went to the courthouse to like finalize our, our, is she okay, Doug? Oh, sorry. She just started, our daughter just started like choking. It sounded like, oh, no. but anyways, uh, we went to the courthouse and no, she's fine. We went to the courthouse and, um, you know, like signed the license and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't have a dad on my side because I, on my birth certificate. And so they questioned that and they thought that was really weird. And so they like took me to the back and I was like, this is so awkward to have to explain like so fast, even though I didn't have a dad at my wedding. So I guess, you know, he already kind of had a hint. So there's just, and so then after we got out of the courthouse, he, there was like a, you know, it's New York city. So there's a vendor on every street corner selling flowers and he just went and got me flowers. And I was like, wow, that was nice. Mm -hmm. And like something as silly as like, it was cold. It was March when we got married and my nose always drips in the cold. It's like so embarrassing and so gross, (laughs) but I apparently had like a drippy nose and I didn't feel it because my nose was like numb. And he said, Oh, you got a little something. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of stuff. All of that. I was Uh like, Oh, he's just a nice, normal. And he, he also didn't dress like a city slicker, you know, like he, uh-huh. he yeah. literally wore a hoodie to like the courthouse. And I was like, oh, he's just so, he's not trying to impress me. Like, he's just so normal. Like, right. I really cool. liked that. Like, yeah, uh-huh. it just made me feel so comfortable with him. And so then my walls just slowly started coming down and, you know, he's just, he's a smooth mother effort, just like you said. <laughs> and, and Jamie's, just, you're just an altogether great package. So was he... Is was he like in love with you right from? I mean, like he said, he saw an angel walk down the aisle. Did you just know, like, oh, he's he's into me? <laughs> oh, I knew he was into me. <laughs> Not, it took yeah. me a while to be in love with her. Yeah, but yeah. I did like her a lot. <laughs> and, he's like, no, I wasn't smitten. <laughs> I, I was smitten. I mean, you know, you're a hot chick. But... Yeah. <laughs> how how you know, long? Love, love blossomed eventually. Yeah. How, yeah. How long until you guys uh, decided to move in together or like get a house well, together? We, yeah, you move in together immediately. So it's very real Merit oh. at First Sight in comparison oh. with like any other type of show. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, documentary style. So, they, you know, we, we went immediately from the, um, from the wedding to our honeymoon. And then the honeymoon for like four days. Or it wasn't even days. four days. It was literally. How was like, the honeymoon? The, where'd you guys go? Yeah. We went to St. Thomas. It was beautiful. Oh, it was very nice short-lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was beautiful. It was very Mopoli short-lived. is like the best place in St. Thomas. Yeah. That's the hotel we stayed at. It was like a bed and breakfast and they they were, they were catered to us. Like they were just so, they, they catered to any any guests they have. They're really awesome. And so then yeah, the cameras cool. followed you around, right? Yeah. Or, everywhere. And, and so then you were trying to get to know each other for the first time. On camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then but, you, uh, it was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just say it was it was honestly like a you know a really 
like, it was obviously very stressful because it was a lot thrown at you at once, but it was a really, you know, looking back, it was a good, you know, I'm happy, of course, (laughs) that we did it. Yeah. And then you guys move in together and... Yeah. How do you make that decision on where to... Because he's in New Jersey and you're in... Where were you? You said you're in the... She was in New Manhattan. York. Oh, no, she was yeah. in Manhattan. Yeah, so that's kind of... That's quite a distance between those yeah, two. Like, it, how do you... For work and stuff, how'd you guys figure that out? Well, they did ask us ahead of time, like, how comfortable would you feel living, like they said, in Brooklyn or in New York City or in New Jersey? And I was like, I have to live in Manhattan because I worked at a hospital at nights. And mm-hmm. so... And I worked 12-hour shifts. And so... I can't have a super long commute. commute. I would not be able to like right. function. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I guess Doug was, must have said that he would be fine living in New York City because they ended up putting us, like they, they do put you in a, uh, an apartment to begin with. Um, or they, they could have done our apartments, but like our, he obviously lived with his parents, so that wasn't going to work out. <laughs> and then I lived in Columbia Housing. I worked at Columbia Presbyterian. And so they wouldn't allow filming there. So they had to like get us a separate apartment to oh. share while, yeah, while we were um, filming. But then as soon as the, like we, you know, our experiment was done and we decided to stay married, um, he just moved into my apartment in, in New York. And, and then pretty soon after that, I mean, he had a terribly long commute. It was really, really rough for him. And I worked three days, you know, 12 hour shifts. So yeah, I worked three to four days tough. a week. Mm-hmm. He worked five days a week and it just didn't make sense. I'd be leaving for work when she'd be coming home and oh. I'd be coming home and, you know, she'd be leaving for work. But it was actually, it worked out to our favor because, you know, we're, we were strangers as it was, but while we were going through everything, you know, we, we weren't forced mm-hmm. to be with each other, you know, all the time. And we had time to miss each other during the experiment. So yeah. it's like, you know, right. we, weren't, we weren't searching for things to say or do or having to like force, you know, just hanging out for 24 hours. It was, we had time away. And that's how the show was set up. They're going to film us before and after work. They want to get as much real life as possible. Oh my God. They filmed us like all the time, which I can't complain about because I know you guys were filmed literally 24 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, yours was like for three years. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time to be filming. And the camera's like right there, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like it's in the walls. Yeah. Oh, I've, you know what? I have literally never watched Big Brother, but I want to go back and watch your season in particular because mm-hmm. I, uh, Nicole, like, wh- wh- I don't know. 16, you, I was on 16 and 18, and Vic was on 18 as well, but I'm more likable okay. on 16. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, I want to watch both. <laughs> because one of the producers for the show, I, I host this show called Married at First Sight Unfiltered. Yeah. And one of the producers for that show has been like her lifelong dream, apparently, to be a producer on Big Brother. Oh, really? She loves you. She absolutely oh, nice. loves you guys. Tell her and to I say even... hello. That's cool. I did yeah. see that you're doing like a show. I didn't know. Do you have to fly? Is that New York or is that in LA? That's LA. So I fly out oh, to LA okay. literally like eight times a year. Um, but it's it's kind of fun. I get a lot of miles, mm-hmm. so it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, she loves you guys. And I was like, I have to go back and watch. Like I wanna see I wanna see how this all formed. I know. Now I wanna <laughs> go back and watch all your stuff too. I yeah. did you um okay, wait, I have a good question, but I wanted to think I thought I had a question before the question. But um, real fast. How would I watch it? This is not oh, about no, your fine. Sorry, but like, how would I watch it? Like, is there a way I can watch your guys' like your episode or your season or whatever? Yeah. Like, on I know CBS All Access has it, but then I think you'd have to pay like six ninety nine. Yeah, so same with like Hulu. Uh, Hulu will have. Oh wait, Hulu a, has it. Yeah, Hulu has uh, oh. Big Brother on it. Yep. Oh, so it has both your guys' seasons on it. Mm-hmm. I think it should. I, I'm almost positive because I know they had Amazing Race because that's where and we saw not, Amazing Race if CBS not, shows. They're on YouTube, but that's kind of you know not the best yeah, quality. That's 
yeah, that's always wonky because it's like yeah. someone stole it. And yeah. Just put it on YouTube. yeah, we do so. not. Uh, Coco Caliente does not condone <laughs> stolen material. <laughs> but I bet you, I, did try, I, I bet it is on Hulu. I don't know though. Yeah, we'd have okay, to check. Well, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, have you guys ever thought about since since your wedding was like not kind of what you thought it would be? Um, have you ever thought about? Like doing another wedding or renewing vows yeah, or renewing doing vows, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, we did renew our vows. Oh, you did uh, um, about a year later in St. Thomas, oh, like after we actually fell in love. That's yeah. cute. Okay, and then really on our five-year anniversary, we went to Curacao and renewed our vows. Just the two of us, like we didn't invite one person because, you know, I know you guys have an upcoming wedding, so I don't want to like you know, but everybody knows it's like, it's so hard to mm-hmm. really connect with each other on that day because there's a bazillion people pulling you in a bazillion directions. Yeah. And so this, you know, it's just a vow renewal for just us. So on the for five sure. year anniversary, we just went a hundred percent by ourselves. We had my in-laws, you know, keep our daughter just so we could kind of reconnect and like, mm-hmm. look back at like how, cr- I mean, we're so like, crazy lucky that this whole journey worked out yeah, for us. And the experience. Yeah. So, yeah. And I wanted to propose properly and get down on a knee oh, and buy her. there you go. Yeah. So yeah, he did that, but that was for the first vow renewal. And then the, f- the five-year one, you know, we were already parents at that point. Barely, ha- we never have date nights ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're parents basically. So it was just, imp- I, thought, I thought it was really important for us to just like, you know, connect, you know? Yeah, so you're ahead of the game. You already did it twice. So I was like, hey, yeah. did you guys do that? <laughs> yeah, Nicole, yeah. great idea. Great idea. We already yeah. did that, but we appreciate you. I didn't realize you. you guys have been married already for five years. Yeah, it's almost six years. Wow. It's crazy. Oh, that's a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're old now. <laughs> um, and you guys are pregnant. So can you share a little bit about, so how long were you guys trying to get pregnant? I did see on Jamie, your Instagram that, it was something that you were like working on for a while. Is that correct? Yeah. So we, you know, our first pregnancy did not go very smoothly at all. And we lost our, our, you know, our first son at 17 weeks. I delivered him. And that was obviously a hundred. I mean, that was just soul crushing. I mean, yeah. the most yeah. depressing state I've ever been in my whole entire life. I mm-hmm. mean, I've been through some rough things, but that was the roughest. And then, you know, we tried immediately to get pregnant because I felt like I had this empty hole in mm-hmm. me. Like I just like I needed to have a baby. Like Natural I just feeling, felt, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I know some women, it's the opposite. They're not ready yet. But I was like, we have to get pregnant tomorrow. Like yeah. it has to happen. Like I just felt so, it just, I can't explain it. I just felt wrong. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I, every month, and it honestly only took us six months to get pregnant for Henley, but every single month that we had to wait, it felt like a lifetime. Mm. And so, you know, we, then we got pregnant with our daughter Henley and she's, it was a great pregnancy. She's a beautiful, wonderful little baby. Yeah, she (laughs) is. She's so cute. I love watching her on your stories and stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah. She's such a good girl. And then, you know, I wanted to have kids close together. Like I, I'm like so into planning everything. Which oh, is sounds like, like Nicole. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I figured I'm just going to, once I start, I'm just going to keep popping them out. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I thought too. And mm-hmm. I really wanted that. I want, we want four kids and potentially to adopt two. And so I was like, I'm not getting any younger. I got to get mm-hmm. this ball rolling. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug, <laughs> my, but so, you know, when Henley, I don't remember how about how old she was, but when she was like kind of more, you know, not well, she was sleeping through the night and whatnot, I was like, right. okay, you ready? And he's ready. And so we're like, okay, you know, let's try this again. And mm-hmm. 
the first pregnancy was a chemical pregnancy. So it, you know, it just kind of a chemical pregnancy is where it just doesn't attach into your uterus and Mm -hmm. you just kind of, you know, wash it out. And so that was really like sad, but I was like, okay, we're going to, you know, it's okay. We're going to keep going. And then the next pregnancy was just like a month or two later and it seemed viable. Everything seemed great. I had the doctor's appointment. They drew the blood. Everything looked good as far as like the hormone levels. And then we go back for our first ultrasound and there was no heartbeat. And so Mm. I had a failed miscarriage with that one. And I had to, you know, they gave me three options, essentially wait it out. um, And your body will definitely naturally expel it. Uh, But the risk with that, of course, is always infection because you have something inside you that's not Mm -hmm. viable. Um, And then they said they really preferred that I go to the OR and have a DC, which I really didn't want that at mm-hmm. all because you you know like I just mm-hmm. I just think that I yeah. prefer a more natural way right and so the uh, the the third option that wasn't guaranteed to work was you take medicine and you hope that it will all just come out and mm-hmm. whatnot and so we tried that option and it uh, everything worked out for us thank god and so so you know after that of course again I had that feeling like I'm like I just want to get like I have this like desire, like a burning desire in my soul and I can't explain it. But I was like, I just have to get pregnant again. Like I want a viable pregnancy. And so we tried and tried and tried. And, you know, I'm just so thankful that at that point we had our daughter and mm-hmm. I, my heart breaks for the families that don't have yeah. a child at home yep. because I know that pain too. And it's like, you know, you prepare for it, you expect it, and then you have nothing at home. But you have like, you know, if we had we had like little baby things for her or Mm -hmm. for our first son. And, you know, they were just hanging out in our home and I'm like, what do I do? Like save it for the next baby? Like, I I don't even know. And so anyways. And like um, every time you see that's probably a reminder, not mm -hmm. that you're not already thinking about it every day, but But I feel like it's a constant reminder. I feel like it's more of like a break, breakthrough, like breakdown moments. If you see things like that. Yeah. And if you get rid of it, you feel like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's just not, it's either Mm -hmm. way. I kept it because I was like, I can just put it in a corner. And then I would, sometimes I would just want, like, I would just, it's almost like good to help just look at it and grieve and then like put it away again. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, it took us 18 months to, in those two losses in order to get pregnant this time. And we had already, you know, usually by the one year mark, you should probably go see a fertility specialist, you know, and see like, what the heck is going on with your body? Like maybe there's something simple that they can do to fix it. But Mm -hmm. I... You know, I, you know, Nicole, because we're nurses. I was like, no, I won't need that. No, no, no. Like, this right. isn't, that's not going to be for me. And mm-hmm. so, by, you know, I gave it, I guess, another six months and I was like, okay, we, it's time. Like, we're trying so hard. We literally, I tried everything. Like, I tried all these different, like, you know, lubricants and positions and just all these different, like, and it's food like tracking, probably tracking systems. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I had an app. I wore the Ava bracelet. Like I did everything mm-hmm. and it just didn't seem to work out. And so I made the appointment with a fertility specialist, but literally two days before, I mean, I was peeing on sticks all the time, hoping I was pregnant. And mm-hmm. two days before I got the faintest pink line and I was like, and I knew that's positive. Like there's no, you know, it's never. Yeah, Cause you've been seeing positive. a lot of negatives. Yeah. So you're like, this oh, yeah, is yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. This one's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, but then the part of me that I guess maybe was trying to protect myself. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I was in denial. I was like, no, and then I really, I don't know. Like I, I just didn't, I didn't even really mm-hmm. feel pregnant at that point. And so I 
was like, well, we're going to keep this a doctor's appointment with a fertility specialist and we're going to go there and they're going to tell us we're pregnant and then we're going to really know. Mm-hmm. And so we go there and I didn't tell them anything about, a, you know, I take a t- took a test or anything. And so we're going through the motions and I'm expecting them to like interrupt and be like, oh, you're pregnant. But they didn't. And so Doug's like, are you going to tell them that you took a test? And I was like, <laughs> I was kind of hoping they'd tell me. Like I was hoping, because yeah. I know they check there. Uh-huh. And so, um, so then he said, well, uh, you know, maybe we should check that urine now. And so that they did, and I was pregnant and they did an ultrasound. And so what made it, you know, it's made it comfortable for me, this pregnancy to like kind of bond with this baby is that I've, I saw the fertility specialist every single week, you know, just confirming that my, my levels are increasing, my hormone levels are Mm -hmm. increasing and the baby is like the, the cells and whatnot at that point, are they all growing? And so it just, it reassured me every single week. And then we finally got promoted to the OB and, you know, now we're 14 weeks pregnant and it's, it's, it, the baby's there. So Yay. there's a heartbeat. And That's awesome. Here she's growing. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, thank God, like, ugh, cause it's, it's rough. And my heart goes out to, to all the women who have to go through this in one capacity, capacity or the other, especially mm-hmm. the women who don't have a baby at home because, mm-hmm. You know, I would, that would be comforting, obviously, to like hold my daughter and just be like, thank God I have you. Like, yeah. I had never knew how hard it could be to have a, like, to have their own family until, and it's not always that hard for everybody, obviously, yeah. but it happens to a lot of women. Oh, yeah, who I'm go worried. I'm worried for sure. I think that it's just something that when you want it so bad, you're worried that it's going to be hard for you to, um, yeah. Obtain. But you know what? All my friends who were worried, okay, so I have a really good friend who's a nurse. We, obviously, we both were in labor delivery, and she was so worried because she thought she was a little older, which she was. I mean, not entirely, but she, I think she was 33, which I don't think is that old, but yeah. <laughs> I'm 33 now. <laughs> but, um, you know, she was, but we know that at 35, you're considered advanced maternal age. And so mm-hmm. that's like already a high risk pregnancy. And so, um, you know, she was really worried, like didn't think it was ever going to work. So she took out the birth control early or stopped it or whatever early, not expecting to get pregnant for a while and got pregnant the first try. And same with my (laughs) sister-in-law. My sister-in-law was terrified. She thought, I'll never be able to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. I think she has PCOS and got pregnant the first try. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I don't even do birth control because I just feel like I'm like, Nope, bad juju. Like I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm just gonna yeah. like I I'm just gonna let my body be natural, whatever. Because I'm so scared of the horror stories of people saying, "Oh yeah, you got to come off that for six months." But I feel like when everyone yeah. comes off of it, everyone I've talked to, they're pregnant like before their wedding on accident. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I'm just going to not worry about it until I got to worry about it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. This way. And, and so for you guys, you know, what a journey, right? And now you're, you're pregnant again. Everything's going great. So what's next for you guys? Like what, what are you up to now? What's Doug up to? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, we host our podcast, Hot Marriage Cool Parents, mm-hmm. and we, we love it. You guys have been on it. We loved yes. you guys. <laughs> we love being on it. Thank you again for yeah. that. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us on. And so, you know, we were doing that. I'm actually in the process of writing a second book um, about pregnancy loss and, you know, just the whole journey. And it's really going to be focused on that for women who are trying to conceive or who have suffered a loss or who are pregnant with a rainbow baby, but don't know how to be excited about it. Because for sure. There's just so many emotions involved. So that, you know, obviously though I'm, I'm pregnant and I also host Married at First Sight Unfiltered. So I'm flying out there and just so busy. So but, just busy you know, all over. Just, yeah. 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 And your busy mom. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and so, your mom. <laughs> so uh, yeah. that keeps you busy in itself, I feel too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I love being, obviously I love being busy. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. 
And yeah. And Doug, uh, he's still working at his regular job is in sales. He works for a company now. Doug, do you want to tell him? Yeah. Uh, well, it's in software sales, but they, um, I'm fortunate to where it's a job that I can work from remote sometimes too. So oh, that's I'm awesome. to, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm able to be around and, and still work my job and be a dad and come home. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just sometimes it's nice. And I fun. miss like going to a job and leaving it at the job. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, Jamie definitely yes. can't do that. I feel like I can't, yeah, you do, can't that, do that, either. but Victor can also do that. And it's just kind of like, when I was a nurse, yeah, it was stressful sometimes, but I could just like, uh-huh. all right, my shift's over. I'm going home. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't agree more. Like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every week, our weekends are our busiest. And like, we've been trying to get you guys on. And you're so busy on the weekends. We're so busy in there. Usually that's when people have downtime. It's like, nope, that's our busiest time. So. <laughs> exactly. Because we're together. Doug's not working his nine to five then. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. and well, plus then, you know, I, I go from my nine to five or six o'clock and then I come home and, you know, we still have work to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even that's... Again. So either way, it's nonstop. Victor, I, I you feel... need to teach Victor yeah, how to do stuff I... after his job. Because it's like, hey, I worked. I'm done. It's like, get up. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just like on the week. Recently, right? Recently, I'm basically working Sunday evening till Friday night, right? And I get home on Fridays. Mm -hmm. And then Saturdays, we have to podcast. Or sometimes it's Saturday. Yeah. And then sometimes it's Saturdays and Sunday podcast. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, when am I going to get a break? And then I'm just like, hey, can you do one? Like, can you just like put your freaking clothes away? And he's just like, nope. Nope. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, like you need to do other stuff on the weekends, but I think we'll eventually get there, get in our routine, especially when well, we have kids. When that's I'm, gonna when I'm add... actually home during the yeah. week, you know, right now it's just yeah, a specific true. situation that has me gone, you know, Sunday through yeah. Friday. So, yeah, um, but, but yeah, so it, it's working out though. I, we, we understand, yeah. we can relate very well. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what? I feel like you got to work hard, like super hard in the beginning and then mm-hmm. it all pays off in the end. Yep. But I'm like, when is the end? Like when, when does it start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's fun. Yeah. So Jamie, where, you know, where, where can people listen to you, find you guys, you know, follow you and Doug, uh, all that jazz? Yeah. So we are on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the things. So I'm at Jamie and Otis. And Doug is at Doug Hainer. And then our podcast is Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. And we just kind of pick on ourselves about not having a hot marriage and not being cool parents. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, you know, you can find us on any platform uh, to, you know, to find that podcast. And mm-hmm. we're also on Instagram for Hot Marriage, Cool Parents too. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really appreciated yes. having you. And it's a totally different episode than we've ever had before, which yeah, is super for cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah oh, that's awesome. Thank, Thank you guys you very much. All right. You guys have a nice day. All right. You guys too. Okay, baby. So oh, now we're going to so transition. Into, she's mad because we just did a back and forth about the weirder normal. She's like, I can't think of one. Well, let's not do one. She's like, well, our, our listeners like it. All right, then think of one. I, I'm trying. Well, while you're thinking you of You guys, that, if you have any weirder normal, um, this oh, yeah. is a good thing. This if is you what have we should be weirder, doing more often, what you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, if you have any weirder normal requests, not requests, um, ideas. Yes. Please send them my way because Drop them into our I inbox. think of them during the week and I'm like, oh, I'll remember it. And I never freaking remember it. So yes, please send them our way. Also, shirts are out now. Our merchandise is out now. That's another thing. It's that online? I- 
Um, yeah, this comes out Thursday. It's out now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Victor, yes. you just got to ruin everything. I don't ruin anything. She's just mad at me, and I, I'm trying to put my finger on it. Why? But anyways. I'm not mad at you. I'm hungry. I know. Me too. Um, she's hangry. I'm hungry too. We're almost <laughs> done. But Spanish word of the day. Actually, Spanish phrase of the day. Oh, geez. It's just two words, right? Okay. It's, two, it's two words. It relates to this episode specifically. Should be very easy. The easiest one you've ever had. It's so easy. Oh, my gosh. That you can't I hate get when you wrong. say that. Babe, it's so, so, so easy, okay? Primera vista. Primera vista. Please say it how I say it. Primera vista. And I shouldn't have to ask every episode to say it how I would say it, by the way. Well, it's Spanish. It's a Spanish word. It's one word or it's a phrase? Spanish words. Primera vista. Prim means prime back in the day, so something with old... (laughs) No. Vista um, kind of sounds like fiesta, but not quite. So Not at all. What show were they on? Love at First Sight. Okay. Married at First Sight. It's First Sight. First Sight. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, the, see? Back in the day, First Prime. Um, I could have gotten that, that. That you yes, were not. That's not I could have totally gotten that. That's like, literally not prime, the road that you were like, going down. Like, you know, back in, I was thinking like caveman days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Tell me more. Tell me more about that. All right, I'm going to think of something weird that you do right now. That's annoying me. Okay, go ahead. I, don't worry. I'll wait. And so you guys know, I'm going to have to pause it right now so she thinks of something. So when we come back on, it's Shut because up. there was no. a pause in between. No, so no, no. I'm going to pause it right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're back on. And you should have left that on. I wish I would have left it on because as we're thinking about weird or normal, <laughs> Nicole looks at me and she says, do you shave your toes? <laughs> and I, I say, no. Do you shave yours? She goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. I shave my toes. Why do you shave your toes? Because I get hair on my toes and I feel like I'm not supposed to have hair on my toes. I do have hair on my toes. Yeah, you have a lot of hair on your toes. But, okay, don't make I it think... seem like I have like a your brush toe, on my toes. You do, you do. Your toe is almost hidden. It's almost hidden. Yeah, so much. Nicole, that is the biggest lie I've ever heard. I do not have that. I'm not going to take off my sock and show you my toe. I don't have that much hair on my toe. I have normal amount of hair on my toe. Check the story for a photo of his toe. Okay. You're not going to take a picture on my toe. Why not? I'm not going to let you take a picture on my toe. never mind. Do not check your story. Okay, so I didn't used to ever shave my toes. But then, you know, I'm not a great, like, leg shaver. It's, like, once in a while. and It's honest, like a forest on her legs. Yeah, because, no, it's not. It's really bad. She has to wear If slip. I was in a competition for, I will join for leg hair growth in the shortest amount of time, I would win. I shave, and I expect not to have to shave for, like, four days. Um, Two days later, I got a lot of hair, so it's kind of like, eh, I'll just wear pants. I don't really mind it. But then I shave it. Well, I got to this thing where I'm like, wow, I have like hair on my feet. So I do shave my toe. The thing is. My big toe. (laughs) Just the big toe. Just the big toe. Just the big toe. And then also on the top of the foot sometimes. You know, it's weird though because you have blonde hair. So I don't even know how you really notice it. No, my leg hair is black. Your leg hair is black. Like darker. It's not blonde. But it's still like it's light. Yeah. Like you, you. You can you can definitely see my leg hairs. I think the only time I notice my toe hair is like getting a pedicure. 
And then the the person doing your pedicure is like, man, you should it. shave that. I probably shave my toe hair once every couple months because I forget. Why don't you thread it? <laughs> go to the go to the eyebrow threading place and be like, hey, after you finish my eyebrows, I need you to hit my big toe. Hey, it probably could. They probably could. That is a weird thing. No, I think it's normal. I think it's weird. I mean, I don't think people admit it. Okay, maybe, maybe it's. A, I am a hairy human being. Maybe it's normal for females. Maybe it's a female thing. I mean, I don't. If you don't, because guys don't care. I don't. Yeah. We and we, honestly, just in the summer, I really do care sometimes because you're about, wearing flip flops all the time or you're barefoot. As long as I can't see it from standing up, I feel like then that could be kind of. So like, from about four feet high, looking yep. down, mm-hmm. however tall you are. How tall are you? Like four eleven? Four two. No, I'm five two. <laughs> five two. Well, okay. That that's enough about toe hairs. You don't have to admit if you shave your toe hair to me. You're talking about me? No, listeners. Oh yeah, because I I don't I shave don't, them at all. I just don't. Uh, I, it doesn't really. Nicole, I'm not ashamed to say exactly. Nicole has no shame in her game, and rightfully so, because I think it's bad if you're ashamed of yourself yeah and you can let it grow for all i care for all anybody cares let your leg hair grow let your toe hair grow let your armpit hair grow whatever makes you feel good i do know that a lot of people are doing that because it's something that they were insecure about when they were younger and they're just like letting it go and i feel like that's a great thing all natural yeah yeah as long as you use deodorant because if you let that armpit hair go and you're not using deodorant it's just going to be a bad odor day but yeah, Anyways, deodorant is important. We are going to transition now into one of our favorite parts of the show, and that is where we read your reviews. And we should come up with like a, a name to reviews. Yeah, start, start it right now. This is our segment. This is our segment. Yeah. Now we're doing reviews. That just sounds annoying. We won't do that. We'll we'll come up with something better. Um, but yeah, we're gonna. I re- say re, you say views. Re. No, <laughs> that's not going to be it. But. We're going to read these reviews because we really do appreciate you guys and and we do check on these and we really thank you and love you guys and go ahead, Nicole, take it away. This one's from Jordan Lynn, best podcast, five stars. Every week I look forward to listening to you two as I work. I constantly find myself laughing while listening to you. I love the segments that make this podcast different from others. Listening to Nicole try to guess the Spanish word of the day always puts a smile on my face. Mm. The weirder normal segment is so funny and I almost always agree with Victor. Oh, yes. Gracias. I loved his story about the parking brake incident. My roommates always laugh at me for using mine. Thank you, too, for a raw and real hilarious podcast. I love telling my friends about it. Keep up the good work. You guys rock. Thank you so much, Jordan. We appreciate you. And thank you for agreeing with me. And Thank you for telling your friends about our podcast. Yes. All right. So this one is called Family Favorite Five Stars from Shanna something. Shanna. Oh, I'm stupid. Shenanigans. (laughs) Anyway. I started listening since episode one, and now my husband loves to listen too. We always put a podcast on on our drive, and it's nice. It's so nice that we can listen freely with our two children in the car and know it won't be inappropriate for them. My daughter, three years, always asks to listen to Coco Caliente. I even hear her saying it randomly around the house. It's super cute. Anyway, we relate so much to you both and find ourselves on opposite sides of the weird or normal. Opposites attract. Good luck with the wedding planning and yes, wish they do. And wish you all the happiness and adventure in years to come. Thank you. That's so cute that she goes around and saying that. Yeah, I can just imagine the little kid in the house just in the back. Coco 
Now I'm worried that she's going to be worrying about shaving her toes. Well, she shouldn't. What do you mean? She doesn't have to worry about shaving your toes. I know, but I said I shave my toes. That doesn't matter. Don't shave your toes, kids. Anyway, (laughs) you can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Currently, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. And the best way to rate, review, and subscribe is the little purple app on your phone. It's the Apple Podcast app if you have an iPhone or find the podcast app on whatever phone you have. Um, and you can also listen to us at www.cococalientepodcast.com. And you can also get our merchandise there, the new shirts with the new logo, the, the mugs, mugs. Everything's on there. You're going to love it. You should go check it out. The, so- the shirts are really soft, P.S. I picked really soft shirts. And just so you know, as a just a disclaimer out there, we don't make really any money on the merchandise. True. We just do it for you guys. We figured that if you listen and you really like us, You'll buy the stuff because you like it and, you know, yeah, we like no, having something yeah. there for you guys. True. Um, so it's not like we're making any money really on those, but <laughs> right. hopefully you guys enjoy it. Which um, just to spread the word, I guess. Yeah. And like be like, hey, I'm part of the Coco Caliente Club. Yeah. Hey, I like that. CCC. Coco C-C-C. Caliente Club. C. And it's yes, yes, yes. In Spanish. CCC. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. That's a pun. Okay, we're going to play off that. We are going to play off that. But yes, thank you guys so much. We love you. Have a great night. Adios. Or day or morning. Thank you. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.